Welcome to the Productivity Podcast, part two of our best bit of business advice from all the podcasts we've done over the last two and a half years. Sit back and enjoy. I would say probably how to eat an elephant is probably, you know, one of the things that's always stuck with me. And as, as we know, or some may not, it is bit by bit. And a bit like this technology itself, you know, you look at it and you think, well, this is a big thing. But actually, if you break it down and work with somebody like us, we can really make it into you know manageable chunks of what you want to achieve. Maybe it's picking from a store for doing you know collections from a store that you've never done before. Maybe it's just to make sure your pricing's uh, accurate, or maybe it's that you really want to engage with your suppliers and run you know promotions as and when. All those things are possible. We we can kind of break that down. How to eat an elephant? To face into the challenges, but to to embrace the challenges. Every day comes with it with a new challenge. Um, don't get um, don't get frustrated by facing into these. Just embrace them and fix them, and we can move on. There's always a solution. Best bit of business advice I've ever given. Uh, I think when it sort of comes down to sort of technology, um, I think it's a case of. It's about the appropriate uh, using appropriate technology and also technology that has sort of low capex and high returns. So it's actually how can retailers use tech that is multifunctional or can be built upon with software upgrades? And I think that's where some of the challenges we may have had with things like um, robotics or cameras is they become quite one-dimensional as they start coming smarter and better, and they can offer more solutions they become more beneficial from a capex point of view. So ultimately, food and grocery is a sort of um, high volume, small margins gain. So you can't invest loads of money in tech. Um, so the money you do invest needs to be beneficial and have a return on investment that's relatively short. I think the the best bit of business advice I've been given, and, and it, it kind of plays back to my days when I was looking after formats, is that everything that you do, you've got to put the customer at the heart of what you do. And I think you've got to remember that when you're running a store, whether you're operating in a retailer without the customer, you're actually nothing. So I think it's important that you keep the customer at the heart of everything that you do. <laughs> I was on a podcast recently and, and had sort of reflected on this and thought it doesn't it doesn't show me in a good light. But one of, <laughs> one of my team many years ago said to me that if I spent as much time doing my work as I did organizing myself and did it in, in as such a good way, then I'd be even better. <laughs> as in, I'm really good at organizing myself, but it's a really good way of procrastinating and not actually doing any of the work. And uh, she did. She was my subordinate. <laughs> And uh, that did pull me up quite uh, quite short, and I have remembered that ever since. And she's still a good friend, and I do value <laughs> the fact that she made that point to me. So yeah, I need to, uh, or everyone needs to, spend time doing things that are really important rather than planning to work out what those important things are. The best bit of business advice you've been given. Do you know what? I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna give that to um, to you actually, Simon, because it's not about. For me, the biggest thing for me was moving from a paid job to being a consultant and running my own business. And when we spoke about me and, and setting up my business, I remember you saying to me, look, you'll be fine. You know, with all of the work that you've done and, and the, the operational projects you've delivered, there's a lot of value there. So 
I think for me, and it comes to every everybody who's either looking to set up their own business or has taken on a new job. If you go and spend time in stores and you understand the operation and you talk to people and you're open to ideas, you can you can build a really solid plan. So two things there. One is, you know, believe in what you can do. But the answers are in stores. So I think that's probably the, the, the one thing that, that, that I saw from a leader that came into to Boots who just kept saying the answers are in stores. And that's that's where I would say if you spend your time in there, talk to the teams there, get the data from there, that is how you build your plan. Perfect. I think the best for me, and it's one thing that I've taken from, I guess, the start of my career is listening to your people in shops. I haven't stopped listening. And I think that's probably from me being back in stores. So, you know, when I was a colleague in store with ideas, suggestions, I've always been encouraged to listen to our colleagues in store because they are at the forefront. Uh, They are the ones who have got the complexity in process and understand it. They are the ones who are dealing day in, day out with our, with our customers. Uh, so for me, it's around I've always been encouraged to never lose sight and never stop listening to the teams in shops because that will improve uh, the way they feel, but it will also uh, deliver better for the customer. I think it's it, 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 it's probably it, it's in the people space and it's about that taking a chance on people because I think that I've been lucky enough in my career to I've had you know, two or three people in my career that have had a real fundamental impact on me, but it's been primarily because they've believed in me and, and taken a chance on me. So I think that's probably the, the single best thing that I've learned along the way is that when you see somebody with a bit of spark and a bit of drive, then take a chance because you know the chances are it will pay you back. Okay, thanks for putting us on the spot there. Um, <laughs> I think uh, probably the wisest bit of advice I got, and and I, I I still don't like it, but it is absolutely spot on. Is it's all about focusing on outcomes, not about activity. So you know, it's very easy to uh, to keep yourself incredibly busy, but you've actually got to be focusing. Are you getting the outcomes? Yeah, I like that. Some of the focus. Well, just building on what Neil said, I think many times you can confuse activity with progress. So the natural instinct, particularly in retail, I find, is people want to do stuff and they want to do stuff quickly because um, that's the way they've been successful. But often you can find that that all of that activity isn't delivering the outcome you want. Um, and and to go back to my original point about making things logical for people in their world, you can put all sorts of, of uh, activity into trying to change stuff, but if it's not logical, uh, it won't land. So put some time and some thought into what will make it logical, and you've got a better chance of getting it to land. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, actually, it was while I was at Tesco, and I've mentioned Tesco a lot, but um, it was really quite formative on uh, on me as an individual and, uh, and on my career. And uh, it was a piece of advice that came from a conversation at a, um, a leader's dinner. Um, I won't reveal much more than that because uh, I need to protect the, uh, the innocent. Uh, yeah. It came from a leader's dinner. And um, in the conversation, 
the um, the uh, the the most senior person at the table said, um, "Yeah, so you know, when when you do last get into store?" And I said, "Oh, you know, I don't don't really get into store." very much these days yeah very very busy in the office uh lots and lots going on and big projects to deliver and oh all sorts of innovation and oh my goodness and he said um well, would you like to get into store more often i said absolutely if i if only i could find the space in my diary then i would i would absolutely get into store more often and he said oh right okay he said um who manages your diary then and it kind of dawned on me it's like ah yeah that will be me uh, and so my my best bit of advice uh, from business was um, prioritize the things that are really important and, and to identify the things that are really important. You might just have to take a step back from um, everything that's uh, troubling you in your day to day. The important stuff in retail goes on in stores uh, and online. And if you are in the office and uh and you know busy got your head down working on uh, delivering your project then yes of course that's important but you're kind of missing the point of retail so my best bit of advice is um, do the things that are important and if you're in retail get out to stores and, and get online see what's going on so how long have we got <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, it's, it, transformation is a really broad topic let's be honest um, and the, the reason I, I like what, what I call my transformation trifecta, those three elements, the strong will to change, the achievable approach and the right people to do it is because actually each one of those has lots of different areas that you can evolve. You can make sure are working, whether it's making sure that your governance is working or whether it's making sure that there is the right team culture that does you know work on exciting initiatives that maybe might fail. <gasps> dun, dun, dun or whether it's actually great program management, there's lots of different elements that do fold up into a wider transformation. I think for me, there are a couple of additional elements that I'd really encourage your listeners to think about. One is how can you continue to stay curious? How can you continue to learn and continue to evolve? That was actually a question. One of my old bosses quite early on in Tesco asked me, how can we make the team more curious? And it's always been something that stayed with me to really think about, actually, how can you inspire curiosity? It's a really interesting topic. Um, so maybe we can get into that another time, perhaps. The second thing is I, I always think it's really important to have a logical plan through to your goal. What is one of my core values to have this sort of logical structure in place on things that I work through, but also be able to add in some left field thinking as well that allows you to add that spark of excitement, that slightly different angle that can help make things really work. So those would be the, the additional couple of things that I would I would add in for your for your listeners to, to take up and help get better at doing transformation. No, I, th- I think I think it's about living in the moment. And I think the pandemic has shown us that. I think understanding the context of uh, the business in in the moment that we currently uh, live is really important. We can all have strategies and visions for the future, and I think that's absolutely fantastic. We can have plans, but we have to understand what that core model is for how how and why our business is is, is successful today. Um, and I learned that at Tesco, um, and I learned about really understanding the economic model, the relationship model, what holds people to this organisation, and why is it at the heart of it that we're successful and we make money. 
I think we you have to stay true to that and you have to understand that before you can start you know being really ambitious about the future.